Hello and welcome to another edition of the PHNX D-backs podcast right here at PHNX. My name is Derek Montia, occasionally known as your mayor of Flavortown, and I'm joined by my vice mayor of Flavortown, the one and only Thunderstick Jesse Friedman. What is this Flavortown business? I don't know. Yeah, I probably today? should. Yeah. I'm already declaring ownership over other people's domains. I probably shouldn't be doing that. But uh, Jesse, I'm definitely, you know what I'm not doing? I'm not causing a national security risk, which is what the Arizona Diamondbacks and Nationals game kind of did today. We'll get wait, into that. Wait, wait. I saw a couple of tweets. You're going to have to explain to me exactly yeah, oh, what yeah. happened. We're going to get confused. into this, but of <laughs> course, we're going to talk about all sorts of unnecessary uh, celebratory things that caused uh, disasters today. But of course, uh, this show is brought to you by the fine folks at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Go download the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NBA, and new customers can bet $5 on any team to win and get $150 in free bets instantly during the first round of NBA playoff action. You win no matter what at the DraftKings Sportsbook. Jesse, by no means is a D-backs Nationals game really something that's so concerning that it needed to cause an evacuation of the Capitol in Washington, D.C. But my friend, I'm telling you, that's exactly what happened today. An and evacuation of the Capitol building? Yeah. So basically what happened was uh, people in the Capitol building started reviewing your article about the Arizona Diamondbacks offense. Oh, and it sense. caused people to lose their minds because <laughs> everybody that worked there that had some sort of background in playing baseball at one point in their life felt like they might be able to do better than the players on this team. And they wanted to know where the open tryouts were, basically. Makes no, sense. that's not what happened. <laughs> Today was uh, MLB Armed Forces. Well, I don't know if it was Armed Forces Day across MLB. I think it was an Armed Forces honoring uh, in Washington, D.C. at the sure. Nationals game. Um, but what they did was they decided to start off the game with a parachute fly-in by the United States Army parachute team, which are Whoa. called the Golden Knights. Not to so did, so did the fans... Did the fans show up to watch the baseball game or did they just show up for that? Because no, they I showed up for like... that. That's all they okay. came here for. Okay. <laughs> they came, they watched that, and then they actually got a hot dog and took off. It was wild. Uh, no, this uh, the Golden Knights, not to con be confused with the ones from Las Vegas, because I would have lost my mind had I seen a goalie parachute in to a baseball stadium. would have been the, far the greatest thing I'd seen all day. I, it's 420, so I'm sure I would have assumed that I was way too high to believe that that stuff was actually going on. But no, it really was. The Golden Knights, uh, the Army uh, parachute team, decided to parachute in to the stadium. Obviously, this is a prearranged thing, like the Diamondbacks do pregame and such. Uh, the only problem here is that in order to parachute into a stadium like this, you tend to have to make laps, right? You have to make laps because you have to find, on especially like a... a, a Weather inclemental day. It's, the wind is good today, but they still have to wait for kind of the right moment for them to parachute in. Okay, sure. so per Flight Radar 24, the U.S. Army parachute team was circling the area for a while for the Nationals game. And somebody forgot to tell the United States Capitol Police this, which <laughs> triggered an evacuation of the Capitol because of the basically the the erratic flight plan of this plane and what it was doing <laughs> in the area of the Capitol building. That's now, incredible. what's incredible is 
I had never been to Washington, D.C., Jesse, prior to uh, my recent stay in January. And right, right. I actually walked down to where the national or I took the metro, right? The metro is a wonderful train. Yeah, to get you all over the place. But like everything is so close. Like that, all of that, the monuments, the Capitol building, the White House itself, the Nationals ballpark, it's all like it, it's not next next to each other, but it's very close. Where if a plane was oh, circling yeah. in the area, it would be flying over some pretty sensitive you know, buildings and, and historic landmarks and places where our government currently resides. So that caused apparently a safe, but still a thing that happened. It's a thing that happened, uh, evacuation of the Capitol building. So that's what's happening. Diamondbacks baseball is so bad. It's causing our government to evacuate from its buildings and hide. (laughs) Oh gosh. For uh, seek shelter, Jesse, they're seeking shelter. They're trying to make sure that they're safe. And it's not because of the home runs being hit. Trust me, it's not because of that. Uh, However, I do say that putting them down and the Arizona Diamondbacks have probably so far had the best offensive day of their entire season withstanding that nine-hit performance against uh, the New York Mets. They right now uh, are scoring runs. They're actually able to convert with runners in scoring position. And it looks like a completely different team. I'm not suggesting that Eric Fetty is exactly the, you know, uh, some of the big names they've been facing at this point. So it is good to see them, you know, show out on somebody that they should be showing out on Jesse. But is this potentially this, like, it's felt like this was coming, right? I mean, I mean, when people don't understand the concept of, oh, this guy is due, this entire team felt due. And today finally felt like was the day where, we saw success trans- carry over uh, to not just one guy, but a-, a lot of guys on the team. Let me put it this way, Derek. Entering the game today, and you can find this information in my article, which I know we'll talk about more later. But entering the game today, Diamondbacks hitters not named Seth Beer were batting 135 with a 238 slugging percentage. Last year, Diamondbacks pitchers batted 121 with a 191 slugging crazy. percentage. Those numbers are not that far apart it's there. Crazy. Uh, it is crazy. And and I think you're absolutely right. This is something that a lot of people have have been frustrated with and understandably so. Um but I think there's also an element to this where you kind of knew that this was going to happen, right? At the end of the day, the Diamondbacks have a team of Major League Baseball players and a number of which are are fairly well established, right? I mean, you know, maybe they're not superstars, but a lot of these guys are guys that we've seen have success in the big leagues before, and they're not going to go a whole season, you know, hitting a, a buck 20 or whatever it is. So, exactly. uh, yeah, I think this has certainly been in the cards. And, um, you know, we're recording here like mid-game, so we'll have to see how things end. But the beginning of this game has looked really good for Merrill Kelly, uh, which is just a continuation of what's been a really good season for him so far. And Merrill Kelly has even had, you know, he, he's even had in this game some bad innings, right? He had a bad second inning, but he still managed to put up zeros on the board, get out of it with very minimal trouble, and once again, keep this team in the game. Today, Jesse, I tweeted out a stat that the Diamondbacks have the third best ERA in all of baseball. 
for starting talking about is that for, for starting, starting pitchers? Okay. Yeah, okay. I, I should have qualified that for starting pitching. They have the third best ERA. Now you and I have spoke about why that is with the unearned runs and some of the other things that have happened kind of in some of these wacky losses and these just unfortunate outings that these the Diamondbacks have had, right? Like it's not just the starting pitching, but it's, it's, a, there's a lot of bad going on at times, but the starting pitching hasn't been bad. It's just been lucky, I guess you should say. Uh, yeah. They said this at one time about the starting pitching like five or six years ago where they said, you know, the starting pitching really wasn't as good as it as it is, as it's coming out to be statistically. It's more of the defense behind the starting pitching that's been making some phenomenal plays. That was during that time where the Diamondbacks kind of hung their hat on and, and their calling card was defense. Yeah. Now this season, right. you, you can't say that's the case, right? So the Diamondbacks starting pitching has been very good. They've just also had some bad play behind them that has actually kept those runs off of being against the starting pitchers and qualifying as unearned runs. Yeah, there are some weird nuances to the unearned runs rules that do make that do kind of like take pitchers off the hook a little bit, like yeah. in situations where maybe they should be held responsible for runs. They're not. Um, it still baffles me that, you know, a, a, a defender can make, uh, can, you know, make an error, you know, with two outs in the inning or whatever the inning goes on. And then it doesn't really matter how many runs the pitcher gives up after that point. They're all unearned uh, just by virtue of the fact that the inning technically should be over, even though the pitcher obviously still is playing some role in the fact that, you know, guy after guy is, is, you know, getting a base hit or whatever at that point. So yeah, you're right. There are some, some weird nuances to, to the rules there that, that probably make it look like the ERA is a little bit better than it is. I've said in our last few shows, and I will stand by the fact that I think we should probably temper expectations for the rotation. Um, looking at the peripherals, they still look like the team has been pretty fortunate. Um, a lot of batted balls have found, uh, have found gloves in, in just like by virtue of the fact that they've been hit in a bad spot. Um, and yeah, I think that moving forward, we probably shouldn't bank on the Diamondbacks having a top five rotation in baseball, but nonetheless, you know, credit the guys uh, so far who have been able to limit damage and um, hopefully they're able to find a way to continue that. And you mentioned your article, Jesse, of course, and your article is available over at gophnx.com. If you're not a member already, please sign up to become a member. If you are interested in the annual membership, it's, will cost you $60, and we'll also get you one of our T-shirts from the phnxlocker.com. We have some amazing T-shirts over there, including our brand-new Valley Sickos design in honor of the Phoenix Suns NBA playoff run, as well as our brand-new PHNX Rattler design that you can get all over at the phnxlocker.com. If you sign up for that annual membership, you can pick one of those shirts out for absolutely free. And I do have to tease that we have another brand-new design coming very shortly in honor of one of our favorite players on this baseball team wink you already know who i'm talking about now uh of course if you're not interested in the annual membership you can sign up to get the month-to-month -month membership and you'll get your first month for just 50 cents of course no matter what membership you have you'll still have access to our members only discounts over at the phnxlocker.com as well as our members only discord uh, access to that discord where we'll talk about all sorts of things uh baseball related all season long and give 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 some stuff away including some of those t-shirts from the phnxlocker.com uh but jesse your article that jesse has up on gophnx.com was actually addressing uh the arizona diamondbacks passivity 
Is that the right way to say it? Passivity at the plate? Uh, I think that's a word. I think versus, so. Uh, versus patience. Versus patience. Their passive nature. Right. And, and uh, Jesse break, does an excellent job at breaking down the difference between patience and being passive. I think that that video you showed of Perdomo taking that meatball fastball down the middle of the plate was indicative of what's going on with this team. And you could absolutely hear the frustration in in both Bert and and uh right, and Brendan's right. voices when they were when they were just in like could not believe that he took that. Not only did he take that, I think one of the things that was concerning in that video when you if you watch that over on Jesse's article is he literally thought it was a ball. Like and it was right down the like there yeah. was no way with the ball. And he was ready to just throw his bat aside and take the walk. And like you said, like you addressed in that article, it seems like the Arizona Diamondbacks really right now, at least with those struggles early on are looking, we're looking, are looking to walk more than they're looking to hit. Right, right. Yeah, and in a sense, I mean, you have to credit a guy like Geraldo Perdomo. I mean, it's impressive to have a near 400 on base percentage when, you know, you really haven't, you know, you have one base hit on the season and yet somehow you're on base percentage yeah, how, is how almost 400. Yeah, I mean, like, that that's that's a good thing of course right i want to say that that's bad but the, the issue with geraldo perdomo and with cooper hummel and i think there's other guys you could point to as well is that it feels like they've they've been going up to the plate with the intention of trying to draw a walk right and and when you do that you know guys like you darvish guys like you know sean Manaya, guys like some of the pitchers the Diamondbacks have encountered over the last couple of weeks, their stuff is hard enough to hit as it is if you're trying to anticipate it and you're trying to go up there and hit it and find your pitch and swing at it. If you're going up there with the intention of drawing a walk, it's going to be impossible to come out and successfully hit any of those pitches. So, uh, yeah, I, I did a kind of a fun little numbers dive here. Hopefully, um, hopefully I'm, I, communicated in a way that you know everyone can can understand and um kind of see see what what's going on under the hood here but yeah the the short of it derek is that diamondbacks hitters appear to be very passive this season they're seeing a lot of strikes um and yet they are their swing percentage is the lowest in baseball they are swinging the bat at a lower rate than every other team in the game and I think that's been an issue for them, even though they lead the league in walks and, you know, they've they've seen more pitches than any other team per plate appearance. Those are great things. But I think they've taken it a little bit too far. Um, and of course, it's hilarious that as we're recording this, the Diamondbacks are, are now up, you know, six to nothing on the Nationals. And uh, they seem to have figured out some of the things that maybe I was talking about here. No, but no, uh, no, it's not. <laughs> it's not. It's not hilarious. It's not a coincidence. It's because you published this article, Jesse. And of course, everybody okay. at the Arizona Diamondbacks has memberships to gophnx.com. They read the article. They probably printed it out, you know, had a stack of them, stapled sure. them, passed them around the clubhouse. Just boom, 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 <laughs> boom, boom, boom. Everybody read this shit. This is what you're doing wrong. Listen to Jesse. <laughs> Jesse is Jesse for a reason. Uh, he, he is our, he, he is our, uh, he is the one that predicted this lockout was going to end. Of course, more than anything. Well, no, I can't even I can't even throw the graphic up on here, Jesse, because no one's going to see Omnipotent Jesse, but I'm doing it anyway. Omnipotent <laughs> Jesse goes up on the screen. Um, you know, it's funny, though. It's yeah, it, it, it could be coincidence. I don't think it is. I really do think they passed it out around the locker room. <laughs> and I think that's exactly how they rectified this hitting situation. But more importantly, uh, the Arizona Diamondbacks are uh, they have they have they have they have the one guy. They have the one guy, and the one guy is Seth Beer. 
Seth Beer, yeah. already two for two in this game, currently hitting 433. Uh, I'm, I imagine, I don't know an update on the current stats, but based on those numbers, I believe he is now leading all rookies this year, uh, in hits, or at least he's tied with all rookies. I have no idea what the other guys did today, but um, yeah, he's up there. He was, he was second in most stats prior to this game for rookies. And again, he has just been the guy that even though he's a rookie, even though he's a younger guy, he has been towing the load for this team offensively. He is the guy that we all now want to see in uh, high-pressure situations. We want the game to be on the line, and we want Seth Beer to be out there. I think that this is a perfect example of when we talk about the future of this team and how quickly it can impact this team. Seth Beer has been here for, as Bert would say, a cup of coffee, yet Seth Beer has already impacted this team the way he has. And not only that, I mean, he just – kind of goes up there with a different gruffness than the other guys have what you addressed i feel in your article is the difference between beer success and everybody else where yeah beer strikes out yeah he's not perfect yeah he's not going to come up in all of those high pressure situations because he still is a young guy and he still is relatively inexperienced but <laughs> and he's already hitting 433 but he's already so hitting 433. and it's i mean it's his aggressiveness right and it's like yeah a he goes up there trying to hit he goes yeah, up there yeah. looking for pitches to hit exactly right him yanni hernandez is another guy that's done an excellent job even though his numbers aren't great he has a 143 batting average but man I rarely see an at bat where that guy doesn't like see 10 pitches and foul seven of them away. You know what I mean? Yeah. He might strike out, but his mosquito nickname is very fitting for him because he's a nuisance and he's going to make the opposing pitcher throw a lot of stuff. And, and he's one of those guys that if he can put, he already has good pitch selection and ability to foul off pitches and, and, and have a good at bat, right? Have a competitive battling at bat, but if he can put it together and now find, you know, that patience to get, that hit in and, and improve those numbers, you know, get on base more. He could be a valuable member to this team that they just kind of picked up out of nowhere when they were really in need of a, of a third baseman and someone to fill in in the infield. They, they really need uh, some of those pieces that they've been missing back, right? Jordan Luplo and Josh Rojas and Nick yes, Ahmed, but um, they really do. But you're, you're right. I mean, Yanni Hernandez has stepped in and um, you know, he's got, he's got some base running acumen. He's played a pretty decent third base. So, um, and yeah, and yeah, his, his at bats have been competitive. Um, I think, yeah, there have been moments where, you know, he maybe hasn't been seeking out pitches to, to the level that maybe we would like to see him, but, um, but yeah, I mean, that has obviously run rampant across this entire roster and, and he's, he's given them some value in some other ways, even if, you know, the bat hasn't shown up big for, for him so far. Uh, I do have an update on the, on the rookie situation, uh, Seth Beer currently does lead all major league rookies as of this moment um, right. with 13 right. hits on the season. It's going to be rough. I mean, uh, way too early look at the rookie of the year situation. Say Suzuki is having an unbelievable yeah. season. Yeah, there was, the no, there was no club. delay in that guy producing. Yeah, incredible, incredible. He has four home runs and 11 RBIs already. He has 13 walks, 11 strikeouts. Um, Steven Kwan has come out and been unbelievable for, uh, for Cleveland, for the guardians. Yeah. I don't know if anyone really yeah, saw the that. Guardians coming. Have been, yeah. The guardians have been unexpectedly good. And you know, I found out recently yeah. people really like the name in Cleveland. They, the guardians. They, well, huh. I mean, I guess, I guess like the merchandise is flying off the shelves. It's understandable because you kind of like, it's, it's like getting a brand new team. You have to switch yeah, all of your stuff new. over. So 
your jacket. It's like if the Diamondbacks, if the Diamondbacks went back to purple and teal, every yeah, would be or if they the change their name to the goddamn minutes. Scorpions or something like that, right? Like, right. It's kind of like that. <laughs> Uh, by the way, I found out that the uh, the wings, because I've had this question quite a bit, so I thought I would address it. The wings on the Guardian's G logo is from an Art Deco statue. Uh, it's a it's four statues that they have, like, I think on a bridge, kind of when you're entering the city. And they call them the Guardians. And they kind of have, like, a Greek mythology kind of winged helmet thing. And that's what oh. the wings on the side of the baseball and are, are supposed to be in their, in their logo. Huh. Yeah, just something I looked up and decided to go. share with you guys. We learn, we learn something new every day with this man, I tell you. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Speaking of home runs and something new, Dalton Varsho currently leads the le- uh, leads the team, not league, leads the team <laughs> in home runs with three. So good for him. And as we're talking right now, the Arizona Diamondbacks are scoring with runners in scoring position, and it's exciting. And they are going to be up like seven or eight to nothing right now. Um, Bert, by the way, I know he's a big fan of this show. I think he was getting a stat wrong today because he kept talking about how they were oh for like 34 with runners in scoring position for the season. Uh, and I think he was meaning for the series, but he kept saying uh, for the season. And I was, yeah, they're was like, driving me nuts because I was like, I mean, they're I not. No, they've had some hits with runners. They've in had some position. hits. They haven't been much better than that. But yeah, like I, I want to say 70 coming into this game. Yeah. Is what they are with running runners in scoring position. Yeah. And by not the right. way, the guy, the guy who just doubled down the line doubled? to score another Seth run. Beer was Seth, Seth Beer. So yeah. he is yeah. now at so he's 14 three for three. hits. He yeah. is at 14 hits now and has a yeah. two-hit lead over any other rookie in baseball and right now. And so. 52 batting average. Seth Beer will not be denied. There you oh. go. There you go. Well, Jesse, it's 420. It's the holiest of holy days for the stoners and all of us, and not you. Jesse, you can <laughs> earmuff throughout this whole part. But, of course, uh, it is, is April 20th, my friends, and I... Uh, hope you guys are all having a special, wonderful day. And I hope that you are uh, using our friends over at OG's to enjoy the afternoon. OG's Brands, uh, 420 is here. You can stop by your local dispensary and celebrate with our friends at OG's. They're good people with amazing scratch-made THC gummies. Uh, but they just announced that they are going to have their new mini OG's 3-milligram microdose option for those not wanting to dive into their regular 10-milligram. Those will be available on May 3rd. Uh, but if you weren't able to join in on the fun, you can still show our friends at OG some love. They have some amazing flavors like orange creamsicle, tropical, and watermelon. If you're interested in trying the amazingly delicious variety of flavors that OG's Brands has to offer on this 420 holiday, go to ogsbrands.com. That's O-G-E-E-Z brands.com to find OG's near you. And of course, remember what the mayor tells you. You can take it. You can't untake it. Once once, once you bought your ticket, you got to take the ride, folks. So make sure you're uh, being careful with, with your dosages and, and you know, just, just enjoying yourself. Have a good time. Uh, again, either have the sleep of, of your life or, you know, like I've suggested many times, uh, watch some cartoons with the sound on mute and rap music on. You'll thank me later and you'll have yourself a, a blast. I'm just telling you. Uh, and speaking of 420, Jesse... Uh, I would not be doing my due diligence as a host of this show if we didn't address some of the best weed names in baseball of all time. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> and I know. I know. Yeah, this might be a little childish. I don't care. Uh, no, first this, of all, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Give it to me. Uh, so an honorable 
an honorable mention. Um, we're giving up love to Jung Bong. Jung Bong, he was a uh, pitcher for the Cincinnati Reds uh, and okay. the Atlanta Braves in 2002 through 2004. Great, great weed name. But uh, for our top three weed names, of course, number three from the Houston Astros and the San Diego Padres and one season with the San Francisco Giants, it's pitcher Brandon Puffer, Jesse. Brandon <laughs> Puffer. Makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah, right. <laughs> Um, number two, uh, coach in Major League Baseball for, I believe, Ooh. the Philadelphia Phillies. Uh, also, former starting pitcher himself from 1976 through 1981, um, but not for Major League teams. He was a minor league pitcher, so mostly his coaching career. But Rich Doobie, Rich okay. Doobie, former Phillies pitching coach, Rich Doobie. Uh, but, of course, Jesse, the number one all-time great weed related name in baseball history comes from the 1920s wow this man, this man pitched for the detroit i'm sure it's not the tigers i'm sure they had a different name as <laughs> tigers but i'm sure it was like the detroit metalohoffers or something like that but spent most of his career pitching for the detroit tigers and his name jesse and this is not a lie is little stoner what little stoner L-I-L Stoner, the greatest weed name in Major League Baseball history. Born February 28th, 1899, died too young at June 26th, 1966. Rest in peace, Little Stoner. <laughs> oh my gosh. That has to be a nickname. There is no way that I that you can possibly get me to believe that his, his that, that that is, name given is name. Ulysses Simpson Grant Stoner. So it's even better because he's like a president and a general that was a stoner. Ulysses <laughs> Simpson Grant Stoner. Ulysses is a pretty incredible first name. Just that. It's like a, a god was a stoner or something like that, you know. A Greek god, but I feel stoned. I feel like I am very stoned right now. I might actually be, but I feel stoned watching this Arizona Diamondbacks offense today, Jesse. Uh, so far, nine hits, eight runs scored, uh, able to put a goose egg up for the opposition. And again, I don't want to get too excited because this is just the Washington Nationals. And a matter of fact, we thought we 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 were more worried that if we didn't see something like this from the Diamondbacks in the series, that there would really be a problem. And I'm right. not even talking about necessarily them splitting or winning this series. I am talking about this game that they experienced today. This is what we needed to see out of them. We needed to see that they were capable of doing this. I think they needed to see that they were capable of doing this. Yeah, I think you're right. And and I think it's huge that this theoretically should give them an opportunity to just kind of go up there and relax when they're hitting, right? right? right. Once stop you the, get stop like trying to get four hits and one at bat. Yeah, yeah, or stop trying to walk every time you're up there, right? Stop trying to, you know, press and just get on base for the next guy. Um this should be a game that allows the Diamondbacks to just kind of reset and relax and know that they are, you know, that they have the talent in order to have games like this. And, you know, we've seen enough from, from these hitters over the last few years, at least from these guys who've been around for a couple years or more, we know that this is in them. Right. And that this is really just who right. they are as major leaguers. So, 
um, yeah, hopefully this starts a bit of a chain reaction where up and down the roster guys are able to just kind of settle in and, you know, knock off these early season jitters and, and hopefully become the players that, um, that, you know, a lot of people are really counting on them to become this year. If this diamondbacks team is going to find a way to, to work its way out of this rut that they're in right now. Well, again, I would take them having these struggles early and getting over them and maybe being able to yeah. get themselves in a groove for a long time throughout the season rather than experiencing this like they did last year after a month of relatively successful baseball that just somehow went completely off the rails on them like in a way like the way this season has started. Right. I think a lot of people last year the the look of like starting the season strong and then just fading so rapidly all at once, like all at the same time in May and June, the wheels just came off and it made for one month of watchable baseball and five months where, you know, the fan base just disengaged. And it was, it's hard to blame them for doing that. Um, Whereas this year, you know, uh, potentially maybe, you know, the diamondbacks can find a way to bounce back from this early season struggle and, and hopefully stay relevant in what appears to be a very good division uh, this year, Derek. I don't know if you've looked at the standings recently, but oh, I uh, have, Jesse. Yeah, I have. We're 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 quite a few games back already. Yeah, the 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 gap is certainly widening there, and not only that, but uh, I believe the NL West is something like plus fifty or plus sixty in run differential right yeah. now, yeah. and there's only one other team that's in the positive because the NL West has just absolutely destroyed uh, every other opponent they've had in all of the other divisions. So. Uh, yeah, the NL West is going to be a dogfight. And right now, the Diamondbacks are, are kind of the odd team out right now. The only ones who uh, aren't really in the mix here early in the season. That's fine. We, we, we're we okay with that. I think that what, what I am not looking for is them to compete in the NL West because we already know how hard that is. I think that's looking too many steps ahead. I feel like just winning series that you should win like this one against the nationals and competing a bit in the ones that you don't like they did against New York, not getting swept in every one of those series against those good teams like the Mets and the Dodgers that are coming up. Those are the, those are the small victories right now that the diamondbacks can hope for. But more importantly, when they get the opportunity to play some of the, you know, weaker teams in baseball, like they are playing against the nationals they, they really need to step up in those situations because those are the only opportunities that they have, I think, right. I feel like. I mean, I mean it's kind of like you said, they're baseball players. All these guys are baseball players. They're all competent Major League Baseball players. There's no reason why they can't go out there and all of a sudden turn it on. There's no reason why these guys can't, you know, put it together because they've all shown at, a, at, at one time that they were very talented ball players. They're just all collectively, you know, kind of having this – these struggles today, right. today feels cathartic. Today feels good. There's a lot of people that want Joe Mather's head already. And it's wild to me because I can't even understand how people would think that it's his fault already. Right. Like it's way sure. too soon for his, his teachings and his philosophies to be the root cause for this team. But I will say that maybe his message of patience is being taken as passivity. Like you said, in your article. And I really think that's yeah. what we're looking at. I th I do think I actually looked back at the Cincinnati Reds uh, plate discipline numbers from last year, just to kind of see if 
this might be some sort of a Joe Mather philosophy, something that the Diamondbacks are, are doing because of him. And the Reds were kind of middle of the road in terms of plate mm. discipline. They weren't, okay. um, you know, it wasn't like they it's didn't not like see they were second pitches. or third in the, in the league or something. Yeah, like, yeah. And I think at the end of the day, it, it really just has to do more with the types of hitters that you have on your team. If you look at the, the Reds lineup last year, it was a lot of more free swinging types. It wasn't. Um, you know, guys like Cooper Hummel or Geraldo Perdomo, who may be a little bit more, uh, you know, questionable with the bat, but certainly, you know, are, are good at putting together good at bats and and working walks. I think just the nature of this Diamondbacks lineup and how young it is, is the primary reason that we're seeing the results that, that we are. And, and, you know, hopefully for them, as guys get more comfortable, they'll be able to settle in and and start putting up numbers, not just, you know, in the on-base percentage category, but in, in some of the other numbers as well. Well, hopefully today it's, it's a weird day because today was a day to take your OGs gummies. Today was a day to forget about, it was going to be an easy day to forget. And we don't want to forget this one. This one was a good one. So uh, lock this one in the memory banks because hopefully it translates over to this team breaking out. And we see this performance more often, more importantly, hopefully we see this offense just get back to maybe maybe half as much, half as good as they were today for more games where they we can at least see some runs scored. And in some of these closer games where the pitching was able to keep things close, they can, they can start winning those battles, those one-run losses, those two-run losses. It's not out of the question because, like you said, the, the starting pitching's ERA has been very, very good, and this team has been in a lot of their games. I can really only think of – maybe two blowouts that they weren't in, but even those games didn't have to turn that way. It's like everybody kind of spiraled, including the bullpen and everything. Right. So, right. uh, But it's great to see the team putting things together today. And of course uh, it's a great day to go on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. If you haven't already done so, I know the OGs was for last night's son's game. And I, that I was there. So let's not even talk about that, but NBA playoffs doesn't mean next level basketball. And that's what we're going to have to see out of the Suns uh, in Booker's absence. So get in on the first round action with the DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. This week, new customers can bet $5 on any team to win and get $150 in free bets instantly. You win no matter what. I still suggest putting your money on the Suns, even with the injury, because I am doubtful that the Pelicans are going to continue to shoot like they're all Steph Curry again in games you know, three and four, but we'll see what happens. Uh, Don't forget that each day of the first round, you can get a risk-free bet up to $10. If your same game parlay doesn't hit, that is for new and existing customers. And of course, we want you guys to bet the suns to the moon. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code PHNX. Bet $5 on any NBA team to win their game during the first round of the playoffs and get $150 in free bets instantly. That's promo code PHNX, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. 21 and over only. Arizona only. Gambling problem. Dial one Next step. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Jesse, hopefully this can last. Let's let's keep our fingers hopefully. crossed. Right now, uh, I'm, we're going to call it a W. Uh, that's. I feel pretty good about that. It uh, is. Uh, I don't, uh, I don't what are we at right now? Is that eight, eight to I nothing? I don't, I, don't, I don't feel comfortable calling any Arizona Diamondbacks game a W until after the game is over. But with that's eight fine. runs up on the board and zero runs for the Nationals, I feel pretty comfortable about calling this one. Um, of course, 
you can uh, follow us on Twitter, comment with us, hang out with us while we watch these games. We'll be here all season long. You can get me on Twitter at cap underscore caveman with a K. Jesse is at Jesse and Friedman. Our show is at PHNX underscore D-backs. But of course, all roads lead to at PHNX underscore sports on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. If you're listening to us right now on your favorite audio podcasting app, please subscribe to us there if you haven't done so already and leave us a five-star review. Also, go over to our YouTube channel at PHNX Sports and subscribe to us there. Sign up for notifications. That way you don't miss our live post-game shows or our post-series shows, post-games from all the other uh, beats, as well as all the other entertaining and fun stuff coming out from the PHNX crew. I want to give a big welcome and uh, salutations to our new family members over at the PHNX Mercury. We now have a PHNX Mercury uh, podcast that you guys can hear immediately, as well as excellent coverage that's going to be going on uh, about one of the best teams in Phoenix. Let's be honest. They are the queens of this city. Uh, So make sure to go over and follow them. Check out the show if you're a fan of the Mercury. I know I am. I'm going to bust out my Diana Taurasi jersey, wear it, and listen to the new show. Uh, So happy to have our family extending. So we implore you guys to check them out. We thank you guys for checking us out. Of course, on behalf of Jesse and myself, we appreciate your time. We appreciate you listening. And remember, kids, baseball is fun. But Seth Beer will not be denied.